0: Welcome to Baywatch, where two friends navigate the ins and outs of being single while hopeful of finding their person. In each episode, we rant about how dating has become so much harder in this hyper-connected world. I'm your host, Olivia is aka The Lioness, and with me is my co-host.
1: Hello, I'm James from Shamewatch and the other watch family, and I'm just labeled as the grumpy one by Kenny Madison.
0: Oh, but Who no. But you're also labeled in our group future husband.
1: That's true. Uh, future husband, hope, uh, hopelessly romantic. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, bleeding heart romantic. Bleeding yes. heart.
0: I keep bleeding. Mm. Yeah, Leona Lewis. So I don't
1: know that song. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, you. I feel like you know that song. Like probably 20, 2007. I just don't want to sing too much of it because I don't want to get sued, but.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: it's really good. It slaps. Uh, I feel like you would like it, James. It, it kind of goes with, like, the whole, like, pining for love, pining for your
1: uh, I need it. Okay. I'll yeah. listen to it later.
0: Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. So, yeah, listeners, we've talked about having this podcast for quite some time, uh, but I believe we need to, like, kind of explore where this idea came from. So, yeah. James. As wanna- Kenny
1: As Kenny loves to do, he would provide some context. So, in his memory... Uh, We'll provide some context as to why we're uh, starting this. And it's because we're both single and we hate being single. And um, we're trying to find the right person for us. And doing that takes a little bit of time and patience. But also, it's healthy to vent to your friends about being single and how much it sucks. So this is the space where we're going to do that. Uh, I forget when we first said we're going to do this. like it was a few months ago yeah it's like right when oh to uh time capsule this pod we're still going on in the coronavirus pandemic uh it's uh, january 17th 2021 Uh, maybe that will have significance in the future who knows um but yeah i i think it was definitely during quarantine when we first joked about it and then we slowly talked and more and more and we're like well let's just do it so you here know we what
0: are. it was before i got into like a quick brief relationship because we oh, had yeah. talked about it and then it was during moulin rouge like the shame oh, watch episode yeah. where you're yeah, like yeah. well you might not even be able to do Baywatch because you'll be in a relationship
1: yeah i was really bitter uh and i was
0: very cynical i was like no it's not gonna happen and
1: and then you it know. happened for a little bit. A little but bit,
0: four weeks. That's the well, thing.
1: We can't we can't be on this pod while in a relationship because then uh that's unfair to the partners of our yeah. set relationship. So we gotta do it while we're single.
0: Yes. And you know, as we as we do more episodes, you know, we do have a lot of really great ideas for this show going forward. Um and you know, as we keep recording, we're gonna continue to evolve. I do want to set the record straight for uh-huh. our listeners, you know, being single. Yes, it does suck in this day and age uh, just because I like to say a lot of the times that men are trash. Yeah, and absolutely. James, they are. Yes. James agrees with this. Yeah. And it's uh, and for a woman, at least it's it's been very, very difficult to find somebody very genuine. But I, I do want to say as a disclaimer, it, James and I are both people who are very um, we prioritize self-love. Mm-hmm. And we prioritize like our mental health and we stand therapy, yeah. Um, having both gone through it, so we also want to put out that disclaimer that like singleness, like while it sucks during this day and age, like it is also truly a gift because like we're the kind of people who don't settle.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I like,
0: when we say like it sucks, it's just like the frustrating aspects of like trying to find our person, right. but knowing that like we are too good to settle for anybody less so yeah
1: yeah some might just call us picky and i'm okay with that yeah i've been told i'm gonna i am gonna be picky because i'm i don't take uh marriage or even relationships that lightly like i want to be with like you said i want to be with someone who like actually gets me and like you know my person and that has different means for different people but i want someone that is i've always described it as like my partner in crime like they'll always have my back and we do crazy stuff together and go on wild crazy adventures
0: so james let's go ahead and like elaborate like we can talk about like ideal partner not even just in terms of like looks and sure. all like types um but like what you like ideally would be doing so i remember one episode you mentioned like your partner would be super into power rangers.
1: Oh, that'd be a huge bonus. <laughs> I mean, she has to be a nerd of some kind, right? Like, yeah. I I've dated non-nerds and it was fine. Uh, well, dated is a loose term cuz I'll I mean, I have not had a serious re- relationship since like high school, which has always bothered me. I've gone on a lot of dates and had like little flings for a few months, uh, but never quite committed. Uh, because of one reason or another. Either I was, like, not feeling it or they weren't feeling it or whatever. Uh, But I haven't been in a serious serious relationship in a very long time. And uh, that always, uh, that just feels weird. But uh, especially because I'm 28 and I'll have more points about media, how media affects being single later. But for ideal partner, she has to be a nerd of some sort. Uh, just so we, like, ideally be d and because my new kick, mm. uh, not my new kick, but I want to run a and d session, code D&D session with my lady, so I don't have to do lady voices, because um, those <laughs> are hard for me, and I just think it'd be a fun thing to host uh, a game night like that with my, you know, future wife, Um also if she likes anime that's a plus if she likes video games that'd be awesome uh really i just want someone that i can like gush about my nerdy shit with and they reciprocate those feelings
0: yeah and and also they have to believe that shrek is the godfather of our time oh that's
1: the first question on (laughs) every first date as soon as i sit down i go uh okay so what are your feelings on shrek uh do you think it is the godfather (laughs) of our millennial generation (laughs) She says no, I just leave. I just bolt right then and there.
0: You're like, this isn't gonna work. It's yeah, gonna be a no, no. for me, dog.
1: <laughs> Sorry, dog. <laughs> uh, what about you? What are some <laughs> ideal things you want in a in a partner?
0: Yeah. Um, so for me, um, like you, I, I for me, like I have ever I've never actually been in like a serious relationship in the sense of a serious long term committed relationship. Like mm-hmm. for me it's always been more situationships. Uh, oh, if you will. that's
1: that's I've never heard that term before. Elaborate. Yeah.
0: So like, you know, like a fling. Mm,
1: um, mm-hmm. I've been in
0: situations where it looks like it'll become a promising relationship and I still mm. kind of consider it a relationship because a significant amount of time was spent. So yeah. think of like over the course of a few years, but like you're flirting kind of like within months. or whatnot so I've kind Mm -hmm. of been through that I've been through like a string of just one and done dates uh the guys know that I vent about it uh in our just like our sessions before we record our episodes um which you can access for five dollars a month on our Patreon so yeah so I've had that and then you know recently I was in like a four week you know I don't want to say like it was a relationship because it hadn't gotten to that point um but yeah, it was in, for better or for worse, like a relationship slash situationship. It was just, mm-hmm. it was more serious than I had anticipated, but it wasn't serious to the extent where like boyfriend and girlfriend was used interchangeably. Right, So right. for me, I think, you know, I want somebody who is emotionally healthy or is mm-hmm. like, is willing to, you know, it, willing to be open with me and honest with me about things. And if they're, scared to share some of that that they're willing to go and talk to like a therapist or yes I oh my that's god really important yes um, communication least... is
1: huge for me uh yeah,
0: like so so huge um and then I would say that for me I one of the things that's so important is my family so mm. I have never and I've talked about this on shame watch tv I have never introduced a guy I've dated to my family before and just oh, because so- it's same. Yeah. Really?
1: I've never introduced a, a woman to my family.
0: Oh, like, okay. So no sh- Like we're both like 27, 28. And mm-hmm. I'm comforted in knowing that I'm like, not the only person because Same. it's, it's one of those things where like my family means everything to me. And I've been in situations where it's been so close. I've actually have met one of my you know, significant others' parents, and then it didn't work out. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can deep dive into that in another episode. But um, we, you know, it just, it, it, it's also because I'm so protective and I want to make sure that I know that a relationship with this person is going to work. So mm-hmm. for me, I want to be with somebody who values their family. You know, I know Mm -hmm. like we all have our drama. Every family has their own shit going on. Yeah. But like somebody who has a good relationship with their parents, I think that's like super huge. Definitely. Um, And then, and then, yeah. Oh, for me, because I am a professional musician.
1: Yes. This
0: is, (laughs) this is kind of one of the more like, I don't want to say trivial things, but it's kind of, it, it kind of is important to me. I just want somebody who can support my dreams and my goals. And like, mm-hmm. I will definitely do the same for you. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I've always wanted somebody to like be alongside my dad, like recording my music performances or like Aww. taking photos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: I, I absolutely get that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just to like have like a, like somebody, just somebody who like, I mean, in the future, ideally I would love to just tour and mm-hmm. like have somebody like be backstage and honestly so this is another like embarrassing confession but at that point like where I do have children like I've always envisioned myself being the mom who has like the child with the soundproof headphones
1: hell yeah you know yeah you know, yeah, yeah just, for sure
0: like I just I want that I mm-hmm. want that and I mean I don't I don't want kids right now or anything like that but no. I could see myself like down the road like that being The thing for me so just to tie everything up because i got into my own little ted talk here um yeah just somebody who's very supportive somebody who has their own dreams and goals i think it's important that yeah i think it's important that they have a life outside of our like our own relationship
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: i'm sure james you hate this but like my worst fear is getting into a relationship with someone and then you become one unit in the sense of like you don't have any original thought
1: no yeah no get no i don't want that i want the best way to describe it is that we go off and do some separate things and then we come back and do some things and like do cool shit and then out and then in kind of like a a weaving of sort but like yeah yeah, i i want them to have their own lives like Mm -hmm. i i saw uh like with my mom like uh i love my mom dearly but she did not really have a life. And neither did my dad. They're very codependent on each other. Same with my
0: parents. Love you, mom.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I don't (laughs) want that. I want me and my future wife to just, like, go out, do our own stuff, come back, meet in the middle, and do it all over again. Not that, like, I don't want to spend time with my wife. It's just not every second of every day, Mm because I think that's unhealthy.
0: Yeah. Like, have some boundaries uh, Mm -hmm. and just also yeah you just you want you want your significant other to like have really healthy friendships I think friendships that are not romantic they're key just like whether you're single or not like they're just key because they keep you in check Mm -hmm. and they see stuff like from a different perspective like if they see you're in a relationship that's actually kind of toxic like I know my best friends have told me you know on an interesting occasion like that they didn't like the person that I was digging yeah and um you know I can go more into that story in a different episode but I remember being at first like kind of offended by it given like that the person was like a few feet away from me but then like now that like time has like passed I'm like you know what that's how I know that those friends are solid because they will tell you yep what you don't want to hear but what you need to hear
1: yeah exactly yeah you don't need yes people in your life you need people who will like you said like tell you the hard stuff
0: yes but at the same time like uh James and I hype each other up um on on the reg and we're gonna Mm -hmm. keep doing that Mm -hmm. while we vent about just the frustrations of dating especially in the COVID-19 era
1: yeah uh, I have made zero attempts to date during this time uh I've just shut it off because I hate the apps, and so I mean hell i'm I'm like growing out my hair that I hate uh he I haven't gotten out it. His hair I hate it so much I feel you hate it I hate it so much i you're hate not gonna try to like
0: you're you're not gonna try to go to like the shoulders or anything like that man i fun.
1: I'm just gaining it. I will get cut once I get the vaccine. So who knows when, um, but I haven't gotten a haircut this entire pandemic just because of I'm being safe. Um, that's, that's fair. And yeah, no, I hate it. Uh, I feel really weird when I look in the mirror, I have that like slight bi dysmorphia stuff. That's like, who, who are you? Uh, and I, anytime I look at an old picture of myself, like in the before times, it's like, Oh, right. That's what I look like when I'm hot. Oh shit. James, Uh, you're
0: beautiful inside and out. Thank you. I just want to tell you. And I don't mean that like ironically. You're a good person. I appreciate that. And a good looking dude. And also, you know, listeners, I have talked about this on the regular Shame Watch feed, but I am the Thirst Trap Queen. So I I will provide some pointers if you are just wholly (laughs) dedicated to this show. I have tried to get James to join my Thirst Trap camp. You know, I'm I'm developing the curriculum right now. And that master yeah. class is
1: coming up soon.
0: It is coming soon. I, I I know that my most recent date tried to get some free tips in the middle wah. of our date. Yeah, it's gotta, gonna be gotta join the dog. Patreon for
1: that, buddy. All yeah. right. <laughs> you gotta pay. It's not a free service.
0: It's not a free service. I mean, hey, shoot. uh he couldn't even pay for his own Uber back wah, home. Wah. Yeah,, uh, listeners, I had to drive my recent date home, and it was really embarrassing.
1: I still think that was a tactic for him trying to sleep with you.
0: Okay, okay. So let's go ahead and open. Let's let's go yeah. ahead and open this up. Sure. So for me, uh, I, James, you talked about how like you haven't really dated during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, I've been more open, which is surprising because like the last few years or so, I've kind of gotten entangled in the situationships, which may or may not have been super healthy. Yeah. And thanks to therapy, I have like just really embraced my self-worth self-love and I've been more open to obviously it's so important to love yourself first before you're ready to invest in another individual
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: so I've gotten to that point now where I've spent a lot of time like working like internally so I have like gone on some dates and like I said I was like in a four-week thing with a guy that was really great but uh, post that so I told myself after that ended, that ended, by the way, the night that the election was called, not oh, the best wow. time. Oof. Yeah, not the best time. Um, it was, and after I'd just gotten out of the recording studio, ooh, it was oh.
1: rough. Yeah.
0: And I kept saying, today's been a great day and I'm here with you and it's a great day.
1: Um, uh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I hate when that happens.
0: Yeah. You know what though? I mean, it was probably the most amicable like very very healthy adult breakup and because of that i am now working on a killer song with my band right now so hell yeah you know, once th- once that's up i will drop that link
1: yeah in the show notes
0: Do it. but um yes anyway so i've been like after after that happened that was kind of around like thanksgiving and i just thought you know it's kind of an awkward time right now with the holidays i don't want to like jump into anything and be like merry christmas like yeah or um, you know, Happy New Year! You're my New Year's kiss. Uh, I, I I thought I think it's better just to start off fresh. And actually, what I found, and I sent this to James, but apparently the Sunday after New Year's is like it's called Dating Sunday or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And it's like the day where like it's like the highest activity of people on dating apps. And
1: mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. James and
0: I were both very very like like cynical and just like for dating
1: apps. Yeah, I hate yeah. dating apps.
0: They they're interesting. Anyway, so I, I have, I have still kind of like kept the hope alive, I guess that somebody would be out there. And so I, but I've taken a different approach. I told you, James, I am taking like the bachelorette Mm -hmm. approach in Mm -hmm. the sense of like, you know, talking to several people and, and going on dates. And if I like somebody more than somebody else, you know, I'll break off the ties where I need to, Mm -hmm. it hasn't gotten to that point yet, but I went on a date last week. I matched with this guy on Bumble and really cute. He actually kind of looked like Jared Padalecki.
1: I still think it was Jared pa- Padalecki. No,
0: I wish it was. God, <laughs> I would have. I would not be bitching about the date if it was Jared Padalecki. Um, I, you know, if I was being his mistress because he is married. He is. He is.
1: <sighs> they met on the set of Supernatural.
0: They did. Hmm. Oh because God. she
1: was a demon and he was sam winchester and it was a whole thing but then offset they fell in love
0: oh i love that what a great meet cute yeah,
1: right it's pretty oh, cool gives me
0: hope well i thought that this was a similar situation was going to happen i because you're you're
1: a demon and he is a hunter uh yeah classic meet cute scenario that's uh I
0: am I am a demon just like in the streets and in the (laughs) sheet. I
1: had to make that
0: joke okay but yeah um I matched I matched with him and you know on my profile I have a lot of photos of me and my guitars like Mm -hmm. from my photo shoots and stuff and so he asked me like oh how long have you been playing guitar and I'm like you know like six years or so and he goes oh I can kind of play a little bit like I know a few chords and so we like we kind of got along really great and that was like on a Thursday so the next day on Friday he asked if I wanted to get drinks on the weekend and I said yeah sure sure Mm -hmm. so we decide on Saturday to meet at Whistler's do you know where Whistler's is it's in East Austin vaguely
1: yeah
0: yeah it's in east Austin which means it's very hard to find parking and that is Mm -hmm. the key to this story yes I had a hard time finding parking and this was like before the snow day we had so it was cold and kind of rainy and I just got in these really cute boots one of my cute pairs of boots and I parked like by the train track so just imagine listeners even if you're not from Austin like maybe a 15 minute walk to this place when I thought it would be a five minute walk.
1: Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. in I the cold,
0: t- in the cold. So I texted this guy. I was like, Hey, I parked a little bit further than I had anticipated. And he goes, Oh yeah, no problem. Cause he, he goes, I've got a table here. And, and I go, okay, great. So I'm kind of doing like that half jog, half sprint. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, like being in the cold, you're not sweating. Yeah. So that was a win. And I get there and the guy was really nice. Like, I want to say for the most part, the date was, was great. Um, He was cute. Um, But there were two instances that were kind of like red flags for me. And the first one (laughs) was um, when he went to go get the second drink, he came back and he was like, yeah, so Bumble, uh, you know, have you had any luck on the apps? And I go, it's, it's, it's not it's not like unnatural to talk about how you met. Cause I've, I've done that before. And like, I've shared like dating app stories on it first day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, I've had some luck hit or miss. And he goes, well, you know, yeah. Like my aunt saw my profile and felt like I needed some new pictures. And I go, I actually liked your skydiving when it showed, it told me that you were adventurous mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, okay. And, and I said, actually, and you know, this is where I should have just shut my mouth. Um, but I'm not going to completely blame this on me. I was just super confident in the moment. And I was like, you know, I just, I feel like I could tell you, you know, what girls look for. Like, I know. Like just guys don't try hard on these apps. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like there are guys out there who could get a lot more swipes. If they put a little bit more effort, that's what I was basically trying to say. Mm -hmm. And so he goes, oh, well in that case, like, why don't you pull up the app right now? And like, show me some examples.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And then
0: this is where I was kind of like, is this weird? And so he pulls up his chair to get like closer to me. And I was like, okay, well, at least we can hear each other better. And he just wanted to get next to you.
1: I didn't, I didn't know that part of the story. He was just trying to get next to you so he could sneak in a kiss.
0: Well, it wasn't going to happen if we're pulling up some other dudes dating profile, you know, and then also low key, I was messaging somebody else. Um, so I had to quickly like <laughs> tap on it as if I read it. <laughs> I was like, hold on, give me two seconds. And he goes, uh, Oh, you're probably like messaging 20 guys. I'm thinking, no, just the one. But like, <laughs> uh, we start like looking at the, at the, at the profiles. Right. And I go mm, see mirror picks. If I see your toilet, like, I don't like, it's a no for me dog. And I'll, I'll definitely get it more into that later. I have a whole soapbox about that.
1: About toilets? But,
0: no, just about mirror picks. Okay. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Just like lazy ones. And so I, but I go through these guys profiles. I want to say like five and I feel really awkward because I'm like, I don't like the fact that we're judging people when mm-hmm. we should be talking about each other, Yeah, you know? So I quickly shut it down and the rest of the conversation, the rest of the date, like after you shook off that awkwardness or whatever, it, cause it seemed to me like he was trying to get pointers on how to make his dating app better i I don't know
1: maybe i i think i didn't know he was like coming to sit closer to you to me that indicates like he's trying to get like nice and snugly with you so you two can joke and then like joke around and then a kiss happens
0: well it wasn't it wasn't gonna happen because i well when i i don't kiss he doesn't he
1: doesn't know that
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But like I, for the record, I don't kiss on the first date because I always want to leave my date wanting more, mm, you know, mm-hmm, um, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't judge people who do kiss on the first date. Like, great. If that's like totally you and you're really feeling it, like go for it. Like I'm not, I go for it with consent, obviously. Yes.
1: That, <laughs> yes, that should consent. be, we're always going to stand consent <laughs> We're yes, consent is important and consent is can sexy. Be, yes. And can be taken away at any point. And once it's taken away, you stop.
0: Yes. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. So I, I, so the rest of the conversation was good. We were talking about books and and like, and music and all that. So I, again, I just kind of was like, Oh, maybe that was just an awkward thing. Right. So he decides to call it a night around 11, because he apparently got hammered the night before and was still feeling kind of a headache from the morning after. And mm. he wanted to go to sleep. So I didn't really judge him too harshly on that. And I said, okay. And he goes, well, I can walk you to your car. And I said, That would be great, actually. But this is where Olivia's common sense took a very big hit on this day, because here I am, I'm walking at night with a man Mm -hmm. I just met, yeah, by train tracks. That's dimly lit. Mm -hmm. Um, Just uh, you would think that somebody who graduated with honors, high honors at UT, would not do this. And so, um, but thankfully, I had told I had told one of my best friends, like in case I get murdered, this is where I'm at. And I also told the guys too they're all they're also always my in case I get murdered contact, yeah, and so we're walking, and he goes, "So what part of town do you live in?" And I go, "North Austin, and he goes, "Oh, me too!" And then he's like, "Pause, well, do you think you can give me a ride home?" And I just james i
1: he was trying. <laughs> I I can tell you his thought pattern at least I I'm, I can guess it right because I'm a, a, also a horny male male. Uh, it was well I I would never do this. Um, it was I'm guessing it was well you know if she's close by maybe it'll be like easier for her to like come up. Ooh if she gives me a ride then I can just be like hey want to come up and then I can sleep with her. I bet that's what he was thinking, and that's what his tactic was.
0: I don't know. Okay, I, I, am not saying that that's probably not true. I'm, I i do not know. You make a very val- valid point, but he also em- kept emphasizing how he wanted to go to bed early because he like was still feeling feeling it from the night before. Uh, I don't believe him. I don't know. I don't. No, you him. don't believe that. That okay. was just
1: an excuse to talk about his home. That was a transition to be like. Oh no, I have to go home. Maybe someone would want to come with me? Question mark. I don't know. And share so my warm bed.
0: Here's okay. Here's the thing though, like, because I was talking about how I had parked far, and he goes, "Yeah, I mm-hmm. took." That's why I took an Uber, and I kept thinking, like, "Oh, you know, because the parking's bad." I totally get yeah. it, and also, like, in this weather, the weather was kind of dreary, so I totally get it. Um, but in that moment, I was just like, uh, you know. It was cold yeah. and wet and I could have set my boundaries by saying no but then I didn't want to be a dick and he was walking me to my car sure and but in my thought process was like bro I would have been fine with you calling an Uber like and waiting in my car because we just met I don't really know you yeah and it was at this point where I was getting kind of turned off mhm And uh, we end up finding my car and we drive and the conversation was just on the way there was kind of just weird. And anyway, so I don't get out of the car after we stop at his apartment because I'm like, this is not going to happen the way that James thinks like he's like, dude, is trying to.
1: I think that's his (laughs) tactic. I think that's his play. not saying I would do it. I'm just I'm no men are trash.
0: Uh, They are. And I didn't really think of I didn't I didn't think about that, which is why I think it's great that we have both a a guy and a girl Mm -hmm. on the show because like we have differing viewpoints and Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, no, I completely get it. And so we stop and we do that awkward like hug. From the driver and passenger seat mm-hmm. you know when you're trying to do that like one arm like mm-hmm. yeah. um i know this is an audio platform but listeners you can you can imagine it and weird he kisses side my hug. Ch- yeah weird side hug and he kisses my cheek and i think also because i like dodged or whatever you yeah, know he was going and for a full goes, kiss right i don't know see i don't know but i again don't kiss on the first date and this isn't the first time i've dodged a kiss on the first date uh and and so it's like cheek I was like not really I I don't really care and he goes yeah this is fun it's like yeah it was fun you know because for the most part like 75% of it totally fine like and so I thought the dude was nice and everything but I just you know there were the 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 drive home was just weird Mm -hmm. and so he goes yeah well let's kick it sometime I'll text you and I just was, I, I don't even look at him at that point. And I go, yeah, you know, uh, and I go, you have a great rest of your weekend. And he goes, thanks to you too. And he leaves and I drive off and I literally say out, out loud in my car, I'm like, well, that was awkward.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that was awkward. Um, And I and the next morning, you know, because I just wasn't sure if he was going to text back saying, like, thanks for a great night. Like, do you want to go out again? So I was creating a scenario in my head. Like, I don't want to say catastrophizing, but I was like, what if he wants to go on a second date? Do I say yes? You know, and I was torn because I actually enjoyed his company. But then also I just felt really put off by the ride home and the Bumble conversation and I talked to all my girlfriends and they were all like, no, there were a lot of red flags there. And thankfully he he texted me back on Monday and it was just a picture of the two books he talked about. So I ended the conversation, cool, comma, thanks. Ugh.
1: Oh man. <laughs> oh man, I have been on the receiving end of that text and it's not fun. Because you got to be self-aware gonna, enough, you're like, okay, that's, whew, I,
0: I was going to be out, I was going to be like, you know, up front and be like, if he had asked for a second date, I would sure. have been like, hey, look, it's, I, I, I don't think it's going to get anywhere. I, I, I don't mind being that person, but I also put the nail in the coffin by saying
1: cool Cool. Things. Thanks. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> uh, it just hurts my heart. <laughs> I've seen too many of those texts. It's fine mm, and also nice. Oh my god, that's <laughs> worse.
0: <laughs> I've Although, done that too. I-,
1: I think I've done that to a few people. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So
0: anyways, made- listeners, um, yeah, sound off in the in in the DMs at Shame Pod. Is it weird to give your date a ride home on the first date? Yes or no. Give us, you know, tell us what you think because honestly. There are a few exceptions here. If the guy, like, if the guy's car broke down, like, right in front of you, you know, or I don't know. I feel like there would have been some reasonable exceptions.
1: So, I have a weird uh, car story that I can share. Okay, yes. So, the context of this, I (laughs) (laughs) – it was just a bad date, but uh, one of the (laughs) fallout – or one of the improv – or comedy theaters in Austin – um fallout theater had a had a um wow what, uh like that love connection game where like someone's behind the screen and then they ask each panelist
0: oh yes yeah,
1: they, they had they did that and i was recently broken up well uh i i we did the breaking up together i pulled the trigger anyway it was like a week after a, a, a relationship has ended a very toxic relationship that i'm mm. glad i am not part of anymore uh but a very bad one at that and um yeah it was about a week after and they were they need one more contestant and the showrunner just texted me he's like hey james would you like to be on this show i'm like yeah sure i'm single now that's fine uh it's I'll, i'll i'll it's fine i'll do it i'll just have a fun time be a little flirty uh get a little ego boost it'll be good i'm a little sad um th- I'm, i guess i'll just go into the full story because i've already started but when i arrive there my ex then shows up with another one of my friends uh not like there's a date it, it's okay like a friend thing um okay and i'm like oh, oh this is so she's about to see me like flirt in front of a <laughs> woman um and uh yeah so she's there and i tell the showrunner i'm like ah this is weird he's like well go go tell her go go do what you need so i'm like hey heads up i'm in the show Uh, i just want to let you know and she's like okay cool whatever like all right that's fine i'm just giving you a heads up and then i go do the show i kill it in the show oh i'm sure you do i kill it the audience is i'm no not joking like because at the end uh the woman's like who should i go with and like I there were so many people holding up my number and like pick number would, three Malone, yeah, <laughs> number three Malone. Uh, and oh, it was just a great time. Like, I was so flirty, I was doing it. I was oh, such a great time. Tall, like, hot James, just like in the zone. Yeah, everyone was eating off my hands. Great ego boost. Uh, so eventually she picks me, uh, to go on the date with, she cute? and uh. Yeah, she was cute. Um, but a thing happened because like oh. you see, you don't see each other during this game. You, she's behind yeah. a panel, so no one sees anything. And <laughs> oh then the first two people go off. Like this, you could have gone on a date with both lovely people. They were awesome comedians and just like nice guys. Um, and then uh, we see each other, and instantly I'm like, oh, she is not into me. I can tell. Like she immediately regrets her decision, and then that's backed up by, we go back to the green room, and uh, we're talking a little bit, and we're like, okay, well, here's my number, and I'll we'll text you and figure out on, on like when to do the date, uh, and then the showrunner and his wife are like, hey, we should do this again. That's that, that was super great, and uh, and then the uh, girl I w- what uh, was gonna go on the date with, she's like, yeah, I would totally be on this again. I'm like, uh, okay, cool, cool, um, cool, cool, cool. So Ari is saying off that part. So then eventually we go on the date, and oh God. it feels like the most oblig, like it just feels like an obligation for her, it feels. Where'd like. you go? Uh, we went to uh, I can't think of it now. It's that uh, vegetarian vegan place on uh, South First uh, Boulder, uh, Bowling Creek, um, great spot, very delicious food, um, and, like, I, I'm just being myself, I'm just talking, getting to no t- uh, getting to know her, and as I'm talking, because, living, you know this, when I get passionate about something, I get a little rambly and ranty, uh, yeah. and I just, I just get into it, and if it does thank you, uh, as I was doing, she didn't think so, uh, as I was <laughs> doing it, I could see her I like I saw the moment of like a hard no switch I'm like oh <laughs> no. okay There, there's the moment uh this <laughs> is nothing's gonna happen with this um yeah so then the date ends and I parked because Bowling Creek has like a small parking lot uh so I found a spot and I was able to get in but she parked like uh like five or so minutes away down one of the streets I was like, I'll walk you to your car. I'll be nice and mm-hmm. um, walk her to her car. And then she's like, Will you want me to give you a ride to your car? Because that's a long walk back. I'm like, all right, sure. Uh, so she then she drives me back to Bullen Creek and uh, we do the side hug thing. And it's real weird. I try to set up a second date. She's like, oh, I'll text you. I'm like, mm, no, you're not. Uh,
0: but then she <laughs> yeah, drives Yeah, her- I've been there. <laughs>
1: but yeah, and then she commented on, like, while we're doing this, she's like, this is so weird that I'm driving you to your car when you just walked me to my car. I'm like, you offered. <laughs> you okay,
0: op- Wait, I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you just drive to her car?
1: I forget. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to be creepy, I think. I, you could have, I, she
0: could have just said well can you walk me instead i don't know yeah. i just that was the one thing why didn't you offer to drive her to her car
1: that's a great question i don't know um <laughs> oh no Continue. maybe i switched it okay i'm the one that parked far away so she offered to walk with me to my car then i was like well i can drive you so you don't have to walk back that's oh,
0: what, okay that makes sense that that's makes what sense. it
1: was okay sorry i switched it yes um <laughs> I, yeah, I knew there was some reason why I went to drive her. That's because she got the spot. Uh, anyway, she kept talking about how weird it was. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> and then like, mi- uh, like the next few days, she's just like, ah, I think we should just be friends. Okay, never talked to her since. No, there was no effort on her part to reach out to be friends. I was like, okay, you could no just no
0: Facebook, no Instagram.
1: Nah, nah, not oh, that. Man. Oh, also. How- oh. (laughs) the b story to this with my ex uh she then oh yes she got drinks later with my friend and a couple of other people i know and then she started to plot a revenge thing to get back at me because she was so livid with me being on the show (laughs) oh my god and i knew i knew she would be mad that's why i told her that is
0: toxic as fuck but
1: she's like no i'm fine it's fine and then I've, I had, I had several people be like, tell me like, yeah, she's playing a revenge thing against you. Yeah. Do you
0: ever get any deets on that?
1: No, she's going to try and sleep with one of my friends. So I mm. warned all my friends. Dang. I dang. don't know if she ever tried it, but it was definitely in the works and she's very attractive. So the guys with her, cause she went like with, like the guys egging her on, like yeah. James sucks it's like all right you're just saying that because you want to sleep with her like let's not let's not pretend yeah Like, did you do you think I did anything wrong there I I know like doing a week after is like maybe a little not great but I don't know I don't think that deserves revenge plots
0: yeah I don't know it sounds she sounds very like yeah very toxic the only acceptable toxic is toxic by Britney Spears
1: that's true that's you know?
0: true, and so yeah, it's it's it. You may have gotten the the no from this other girl, but you definitely dodged a bullet for
1: the yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, that X so. was not great, but yeah. you know, but you
0: know, when things fall apart, so better things can come together.
1: That's true. That's true, yeah. and yeah. you know, it's interesting with her. <laughs> this is mean, but as soon as I met her, I'm like, oh, I don't want to date this person. But the reason I did end up dating her was because I was very desperate and very heartbroken because a situational, casual, uh, friends with benefits thing ended. And I invested my heart a little too much into that. Mm
0: -hmm. And,
1: um, you know, uh, that ex and I were talking before she was my ex. We're talking anyway. So I was just like, maybe something's here. Something was there. It was toxic toxicity uh yeah we've
0: all been there so we don't shame each other on this pot either
1: yeah yeah we've
0: been there but also like yeah we just it's the story of it's so important to love yourself and to want what's best for yourself and Mm -hmm. to not settle so yeah you can't harp on yourself like for the decisions you made in the past because you did you did what you thought was the right thing at the time and that's how you grow
1: Listen, I didn't know I was gonna win. I didn't know how charming I was.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: that's still number one of like the best <laughs> number three, my lord. Uh, that's still one of like the best shows and like moments I've had. So that's I h- hold it in high regards because like I, oh man, it was just a good, fun moment for James.
0: That's hilarious. Oh. I mean, that's amazing too that you got that you got picked like i'm sorry the other shit happened but like i've always like low-key wanted to do one of those shows me too that's why i said
1: yes i'm like fuck i'll do it yeah like it's fun
0: oh my god post vaccine if they need somebody put me in
1: (laughs) we'll we'll see if that theater's still open but (laughs) yeah i will i i can definitely pitch that to them
0: yeah yeah um yeah so james do you have any like final thoughts for our first episode
1: not that I can think of. Come back for more stories, and uh, as we talk about being single in this weird, weird age, and while we try and find our particular person.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's all this, I got.
0: That's no. I think that's really, that's really heartfelt, and that's really just very, very deep. Like, yeah, we just gotta, we just gotta keep, keep owing it to ourselves that we deserve someone great out there. and we're not going to settle for shit now it doesn't mean that we're gonna we're gonna kiss a few frogs on the way oh yeah believe me you know drive them home (laughs) but (laughs) but it's all part of you know what's funny is like yeah that was a very cringy moment the the car ride home but now I laugh at it and now if that hadn't happened we wouldn't have any content for this episode exactly and I also, you know, make, I make a brief reference to it in Watch TV, which you can access for $2 a month on Patreon. What? 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 Crazy. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So like James said, we are just, we're going to continue to like delve deeper into singlehood and we're, we're going to try out some theme episodes and hopefully eventually in the future have guests so mm-hmm. if you like what you what you heard um listeners thank you for tuning in and yeah. you know where to find us on social we're at shame watch pod right now because we're under the watch brand so yeah
1: well this will be on patreon first and then released to you with a public
0: yes later. but if you're on if you're on our patreon you should be following us on social anyway that's so. true please do that I just, I just want to make that note. But uh, with that being said, that's been our episode of Baywatch. So keep the thirst quenched and keep your hope alive.